Welcome to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. Here is your host, Bill Faith. The STR Unfiltered podcast is brought to you by Market My STR, the ultimate all-in-one marketing platform for short-term rental hosts. Are you tired of juggling multiple marketing tools? Say goodbye to the hassle and make your life as a host a breeze with Market My STR. Boost your booking rates and increase your revenue in no time with our powerful features. Our platform streamlines your marketing efforts so you can focus on what you do best, providing unforgettable guest experiences. Whether you're a newcomer or a seasoned host, Mark on My STR has got you covered. Stay connected with your guests using our comprehensive set of communication tools. From custom landing pages to text messages, email marketing, and social media integration, we provide all the tools you need to elevate your short-term rental business. Streamline your operations, enhance your guest experience today. Don't settle for less so we can have it all. Make the switch to MarketMySTR's all-in-one marketing platform and watch your business soar. Visit MarketMySTR.com today to sign up for your free trial. That's MarketMySTR.com. Elevate your short-term rental business with MarketMySTR. Hey, welcome back to SDR Unfiltered. I'm Bill Faith, your host. And today I want to talk about investing only for the cost sake benefit. I see way, way too many people getting bad advice from not necessarily their CPAs. Really, it's probably social media and a lot specifically professionals. If you are a attorney or a dentist or a doctor, high income earners that are buying short term rentals just to take advantage of the short term rental loophole and the cost segregation study benefit. I have leveraged the cost segregation study benefit multiple times. I do it every year, as a matter of fact. I am a multiple seven-figure high-income earner, uh, so I do need those tax benefits. But what I don't need is a dog in my portfolio. You know, if you if you follow me closely, and I'm going to grab this book here for you real quick. And if you were at my conference last year, the STR Wealth Conference, this gentleman, Mr. Mike McCallowicz, was our keynote speaker. And he is the author of this book, but when he was there, he talked a lot about profit first. It's interesting because people don't understand why I do what I do, but this is why I do what I do. This book is very close to how I run my portfolio. When I have an opportunity to invest into a new property, I do what Mike does. And I trim all the little pumpkins away so the big pumpkin has room to grow. The problem is, is if you don't ever end up with big, big pumpkins and you have a bunch of little small pumpkins, you lose two of the most important things that we all start investing in the real estate for, time and money. That's why I have focused on trying to grow my portfolio to hit a financial outcome with the least number of properties. Let me say that one more time. I have a predetermined financial outcome that I want to generate net cash flow off my properties with the least amount amount of with the least amount of properties. There is no question that cost segregation studies play a huge role in me keeping my money. That's how I can get properties for free. I can buy a million dollar property in most cases, put two hundred thousand dollars down, and then get at least a two hundred thousand dollar cost seg benefit back out when I file my taxes. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. The problem becomes when that $200,000 cash in and cash out on the cost seg, and when I'm sitting on a million dollar property that's doing $100,000 a year in revenue, and my operating costs are $115,000. If my operating costs are $115,000 a year, sure, I got a $200,000 tax benefit 
in year number one, but really that 20% of that million is $200,000. Now you got to divide that by your actual tax bracket. If you're me, you're pretty close to 50%. So that's only $100,000. But now I own a property that's losing $15,000 a year. I'm not real smart, but that is roughly about $1,250 to $1,350 a month. I don't know about you, but I hate to lose money. Sure, you get that one and done, that instant gratification. Look at me. I didn't have to pay taxes last year. But when you're investing solely for tax benefits, solely to take advantage of a cost segregation, many of you are ending up with dogs in your portfolio. And then interest rates go up as they have. Rents go down as they have. And now people are trying to sell properties that they've already taken the cost seg on last year. And you're too young, in my opinion, to do a 1031 to avoid the recapture of that tax benefit. Look, you got to have a fucking plan for your future, folks. That's why I talked about three deals in advance and creating this life plan. How much cash flow do you want? When are you going to retire? What does retirement mean to you? What's it going to cost you? What are you going to do when you when you retire? How are you paying for your kid's college? What happens when a spouse or an in-law, you know, has a medical issue and you have to pay for that? You got to plan for this stuff. That's part of being a responsible father, husband, entrepreneur, business owner. If you own a property, even if you have a W-2, you're a business owner. We don't make investments just for the tax benefit. Let me say that again in a different way. You shouldn't make an investment just for the cost. I've even had mastermind members that wouldn't listen to me or to Jeff Hampton or to Ryan Bakey or to John Hodge or Kenny Bedwell, anybody on the super team. And she literally made an investment just based on a cost seg. That's not the way we invest. There are three principles that you need to be evaluating and you need to do diligent underwriting. A cost seg is a perk. It's an added benefit. Cash on cash, cash flow. Those are the two biggest reasons that most of us get into short-term rentals. For me, it, it, it's cost on, it's, Cash on cash in smaller properties as those grow larger, as I pumpkin plan my portfolio, then that diverts into cash flow. Number two is something that's not really discussed a whole lot, appreciation. I like to invest in the markets that have very, very consistent appreciation. I get that's a huge part of a long-term strategy, but I also want that as part of my short-term strategy, and it is. Number three are the tax benefits. It's the short-term rental loophole that gives us the ability to be able to take advantage of a cost segregation. It's why I did four cost segs last year. I'm only getting ready to close on my second property this year. I've got to buy another one or two, and I will cost seg them, but I will never get above 35% of my total owned portfolio that is encumbered. I know you can't hear that, but if you're watching this on the Build SDR Wealth YouTube channel, I'm using my hair quotes here, encumbered. Encumbered means that there's a cost seg on that property. Encumbered means you could have a DSCR loan with a one, two, three, four, even up to five-year prepayment penalty. Encumbered means that it's been 1031 funds into invest in a property, which means you're going to have to 1031 out most likely or pay the piper with your taxes. Too many investors are using these tax vehicles. Once again, have my air quotes up there for those of you listening. Is their primary investing strategy? And you're not underwriting well enough on cash flow or cash on cash return because I'm a high income earner. I'm making $500,000 a year. I live in California. I'm going to pay $250,000 in tax. I have to have a high cost seg benefit to offset my income or I've got to have multiples. There is no question once you start investing, 
that a cost egg is part of the strategy. But as of right now, in 22, we got 100% benefit. Here in 2023, 20, we only get 80% benefit. As we move into 2024, we're only going to get 60% benefit. Ryan Bakey at Learn Like a CPA, member of my super team, has done some underwriting on this. And it looks like once we get back down to 60%, when, it, when it's at 40% or 20% as it sunsets, it's not going to make a whole lot of sense for 90% of the people. That in no way is the green light to go invest just on a cost egg. If you do three cost eggs and you get $600,000, just for be very hypothetical, let's just say you get $400,000 in tax benefit and you're a high and you make multiple seven figures like me, that is awesome and you're number one. But if those properties are $750,000 properties each that are losing 10% a year, that puts you in a, in a pretty funky predicament on your P&L. Don't ever, ever, ever just buy for the cost seg benefit. We still need appreciation. We still need cash flow if you want to be a sound investor. Look, and a lot of you might think I'm in the pot calling the kettle black on this one. Yes, I'm buying my first condo. Yes, there's a massive cost sega benefit, but it's going to cash flow and the appreciation will cons has been consistently five to seven percent a year. Non-COVID, man, if I can get seven to ten percent a year, which would be amazing because it's this whole new luxury asset class that doesn't exist in the market. Seven to ten percent sounds pretty gravy on a nine hundred and fifty thousand dollar purchase. I'd be more than happy with five percent. I'd be pleased with three percent. Does that go into my performa? No. If you think about the performa being here, that's the box. That goes out of the box because I don't want to bank on that. That is the icing that comes on the cake. Yes, part of the strategy is a condo, low land value, high dwelling value, big cost egg benefit. But it all started with location. It all started with proximity to a national park. It all started with understanding the permitting between these properties and the national park. Understanding the volume of people that are going into that national park, that entrance. There's only two entrances to Glacier National Park. Understanding through Avery Carl's enemy method that there's nothing else comparable outside of the other condos there. I get to create a new asset class or get to be a part of creating a new asset class in this market. It will cash flow number one. It will appreciate number two. And then I will get the benefit outside the box of the cost segregation benefit. Invest for cash flow first, appreciation second, cost segregation third. Thanks for joining me on this episode of STR Unfiltered. Happy hosting, everybody. Thank you for listening to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. This podcast is a Hospitality.fm production.